Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Warped, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast, where we provide live audio commentary tracks to Star Trek The Next Generation episodes. My name is Matt. I'm Sean. I'm Jake. Aaron. And I'm me. And we are back again, now watching, I don't know what, The Royale, season the two, Roy- episode something. Royale with cheese. Yeah. Uh, I can't, it doesn't say on my screen what episode this is, but that's okay, because Sean will do the credit. We got, yeah, season two But it's the Royale. The Royale. uh, This is a fun one. They go to a casino. Yeah. It's fun. Um, How much time is on the clock, Sean? I got 45 minutes and 37 seconds, and I'm punching the triangle in three, two, one, punch. Yeah. Oh, mine didn't punch. Am I not in the meeting? Uh, well, you never left. Get in the party. Tell her that party. Nothing happened but mine. Yeah, I left the key back. Look on the icon. I didn't trust it. Mm. That's the... Yeah, once the once Netflix cut ties with them, sent that cease and desist, it's mm-hmm. been... Oh, no. Yeah. Try it again. It's all over the place. This is one of those I... episodes that I remember watching, like, when I was young... As, as being a very early impression of Star Trek. I really, really liked this one because, like, the setting is so bizarre. I was just, like, my mind couldn't, like, figure out what the heck I was watching. I was just like, <laughs> wait, this is Star Trek, but there's all these 80s people, and what, what? it's so silly. It was, it was great. It was a good, good feeling. What do you mean the setting is so bizarre? Well, you'll find out soon. You'll see. <laughs> okay. Who watched? Sean, you watched? I did, I did. This did one I actually watched. Through? I did watch this okay. one. It's like a holodeck episode that just isn't on the holodeck. This is yeah. like actually more of a classic original series episode where they go it, to the plant. It it pretty much is just a full ripoff of the gangster one. Yeah, you're absolutely the, right. The premise is they built this place based on a book. Oh, really? I didn't yep. know that part. Yeah, I haven't watched yeah. this again. Yeah, the whole thing is they this society built this uh, this the Royale because of some bad crime novel that a guy wrote. So it really is a classic Star Trek episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yep. But I love it's... that they can just have a full on conversation about Fermat's last theorem as like the intro yeah. to an episode of Star Trek. And <laughs> like nothing is happening in this scene except that Picard and Riker are having this like very thoughtful conversation <laughs> about Fairbanks about last there. One of great. the one of the IMDB trivia about this episode is that they talk about Fermat's last theorem not being solved for two hundred years. Right. And then, and then somebody in actuality it. it was solved four years later. Yeah. Then the, it was solved in nineteen ninety three. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Hmm. They really brought some awareness to that. I guess uh, that's problem. the risk of I that's the risk of any speculation about what the future is going to be like is that sure it's going to be wrong on some level so you just have to live with it they're responsible for it getting solved though because they really like brought it up and somebody people... was like "Ooh, that's a good idea uh-oh talk about callback yeah he was just talking about having weird puzzles to solve and now look at that it's nasa I love the NASA logo. I wish Philippe was here so we could nerd out about the NASA font. <laughs> NASA font. 
because that is a spectacular font. Yeah, they'll they be did. back one day. They got rid of it. I go. I guess they put it on the the SpaceX ship that they launched. What do you mean they got rid of it? They changed the NASA, NASA updated logo. their logo. NASA, NASA doesn't use that logo anymore. But like I said, they they uh, used it for the SpaceX uh, flight. Oh, why are things changing? Uh, I know mm-hmm. they were like new and improved. But yeah, you may receive the old ship with the old. It's pack. like Coke Zero. It's like mm-hmm. not as good as the original. Yep. <laughs> I gotta we look got, up the new logo the tab. now. Remember when they came out with new Coke in 1985? Oh and sure. Everyone's like, "This sucks. We miss old Coke." So they had to put old Coke back out onto oh, the yeah. market. They called it revolted. Coke Classic. Everybody revolted, and then I, and then eventually they got rid of. New, I think they just changed New Coke to Coke Zero, and they changed Classic Coke back to just being regular Coke. Coke. Well, yeah. didn't isn't the conspiracy theory is that's when they started using the high fructose corn syrup? They used it as a little sleight of hand. They changed from sugar as a Trojan horse to make the change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you're suggesting. I didn't know that, but. Sure, Coca-Cola is. That's what the QAnon people say. I mean, giant, uh, giant multinational corporations are by definition evil. So it wouldn't put it past me to have Coca-Cola do something like that. Why not? Sean, what are the credits for the episode? So we're watching the Royale episode, season two, episode twelve. Original air date March twenty fifth, nineteen eighty nine. Worf, Data, and Riker find themselves trapped in a recreation of a poorly written novel. Aaron, what do you That's think? That's it. Episode... <laughs> that was That's it. Episode. That's okay. the description. Eight. May. Wow, you're really... Seven, seven. I like this one. Anybody else? Oh, I think it's less than that. Six. I think this episode is fun, but I don't think fans like it. I think yeah, it's probably. I'm going to say they said 6.3. I'm going to say 6.4. 7. 6.7. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Suck it. I think this is better than the last episode. But I agree. In reading it, everyone, all the nerds complain about saying it's just a ripoff of an original series episode. Uh, That's why everyone hates it. It's a better episode just because it's more, there's more going on. It's more, you know. It's more, more visually, visually it's more visually interesting. There's more wacky guest stars, mm-hmm. you know. There's so much good data stuff in this one. Yes. Oh, data playing craps is hilarious. It's like, and like Warf and also highly, highly gifified in on like Twitter. Oh, places. is it? Uh, is that a yeah, famous? there's lots of gifts out there of data like blowing on the dice and then rolling them onto the craps table. That's the best. I know we weren't really watching the last episode, but I actually liked what I saw of the last episode. Like, Data had some cool moments. You know, like Jacob said, they they killed him off for a quick little bit. Uh, And he was doing, like, real cool, funny robot movement things. So he he might be better in this episode, but (laughs) I I thought the last episode was not bad. I just like that effect. That effect is making me laugh. Of the, the yellow uh, smoke the above their heads. The black room with the yellow smoke overhead. Yep. And the weird revolving door. Yeah. Good, good, good there, Will. You figured out it's a door. It's a door. Oh. <laughs> 
Riker's never been like the smartest character on the show. <laughs> he's solid, but he's not like a brain surgeon. That's you know? not he, what he's yeah, there for. Yeah, he always for. gets where he needs to get to, but it's like, yeah, he's the the eye candy. Come on, <laughs> he's the act first, think later guy on the show. Picard's the thoughtful one in the leadership role. I think Riker's more like the. Learn to rely on the smart people around you. Sure, yeah. this kind mm-hmm. of guy. Like, yeah, he knows he's not the smartest person on that bridge. So he, you know, he relies on Data, Jordy, to like he, tell him what's going on. You know, he's got street smarts. He, he steps in when the problem re- re- relies on like swagger and guts to solve. <laughs> sure, but part I of being a good do very leader. well with uh, those kinds of doors. I had a tough time in Chicago. Yeah. East really? Coast would not be good for you. A lot of... Lot of... So you're telling me you're Balky in the opening credits of <laughs> I know. Strangers? I think because I, I'm like, I have a shorter inseam than like the average human being or whatever that they make those sure. for. I have, to, keep up I, have with two steps for, I have to speed up in a way that's not pleasant for me. They have uh they they make them now where they slow down as you approach so mm. you can maybe I need to get more in the in sync with that because like, I like I was gonna get smashed. They're a lot bigger now too. Like now they're so big that they like three or four people can fit into one yeah, like one wedge. They used <laughs> to be they used to be like individual person sized. It's like getting on a lift chair when you go skiing. Right. <laughs> oh, that used to make me so anxious as a kid. <laughs> getting on and getting off is such a. When I was, you know, when I was a kid, my dad liked to ski, and so we would go sometimes. Um, I know, humble brag. First uh, world problems. We would go every once in a while to this. There's, I forget what's called Sierra Summit or something like that. It's like some ski resort outside of Fresno, and. Um, that made that used to make me so unca- uncomfortable. It's I mean, I was, a, I, was a near, I was a nervous, weird kid to begin with. And then yeah. to have to be like, you have five seconds to get into place onto this thing. And if you don't, you know, people might die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you've exactly. got these long sticks so on your feet. Because they made it seem so... They made it seem like life and death. Like if you didn't get on that thing correctly, you there was <laughs> yeah. the potential that you could die. <laughs> Turns out it would just be inconvenient to them. Right. They would just have to stop the lift for a second. Right. While right. you got up there. But they made it seem so important that you do it right. Meanwhile, some bored twenty two year old skier dude is just like, whatever. Get on. <laughs> like carny version of a skier dude is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the most frightening part is who's running the ski lifts. Mickey D. Is this never a... skied in my life, but I like living vicariously through people that grew up on some kind of terrain that was actually. Parents, you lived in like winter wonderland. Yeah, but there's no mountains. Man. Flat there's no mountains there in are Michigan. Cross country ski, but. That's why I'm like, it's really the Richie Riches that go skiing, because you have to go somewhere out of state to do that, where I'm from. Didn't you, didn't you tow people behind your trucks uh, with, and then get, just have them on skis? Like water ski, but in the snow? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, in the... Yes. Okay. okay, I mean, it's you not... You did? 
I thought no. he was just making some dumb thing. I'm just appeasing him. <laughs> you don't have to. Okay. That is the proper response. Appeasement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sean, where's that guy from? The guy who's playing. That is, uh, yeah, he's actor's name is Sam Anderson. Uh, he's, he's very recognizable. <laughs> yeah, what I recognize him from is the doctor who is really into Fonzie when Phoebe gives birth on Friends. <laughs> okay, that's not where I recognize him from. But he's also the principal that. Him. That has sex with Sally Field so Forrest Gump can go to school. Oh, that's it. Oh, really? Wait, that's what? <laughs> I need to watch Forrest Gump again. You don't remember the beginning of Forrest Gump? <laughs> At the very Forrest beginning Gump of Forrest Gump. So Gump. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning of Forrest Gump, because Forrest is, you know, uh, mentally whatever he is, whatever word you want to use to describe Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. the school district doesn't want to let him go to school because they're like, he's mentally deficient special school and she doesn't sally field doesn't want to do that so she he he black the principal black that now and she has sex with him in order to get uh forrest to be able to go to school sam anderson is the actor's name sam anderson and here comes the other famous that guy actor noble willingham we were we were watching this episode together, May and I, last night, and I I was describing what this episode was like, and I was like, this is the episode that's most one of the most like a LARP that we've ever seen. Uh huh. Sure. You're yeah. absolutely <laughs> absolutely right. I mean, holodeck episodes in general are LARPy in flavor because they're all about dressing up and pretending yeah. to be people that you're not. And yeah. this is like Sean said, just a holodeck episode that takes place on a planet. So yeah, it's a very LARPy. Especially the casino setting. We've actually done LARPs that were set in casinos. Sure, yeah. yes. Um, it, it's a very LARP. But even, even more so for me because the, the, the solve for this episode is they have to like talk to the characters and figure out the backstory. Well, they have to finish uh-huh. the book. They have to finish they have, the, they book. Have to finish yeah. the book. That's, right. that's how they uh, They actually have to play like the LARP. The about LARPs. Yeah, usually it's just they're in the holodeck and something goes wrong, like around them or with the holodeck, and it's just like, oh, we have to figure out how to stop this. But now it's just like the only way out is through. So actually, yeah, that's very. You're right, and I, I just watched one. Uh, I just watched a season seven episode because Stan's been watching. He's been doing a rewatch on his own time, yes. and every once in a while I watch one with him, and he's almost to the end. And we just watched one where. The Enterprise um, becomes self-aware, and they have to go onto the holodeck to like talk to the ship. Um, and, and the setting of and the setting in the holodeck is like the Orient Express, oh. so it's all of these characters like on a train, and the t- Troy has to go around and like talk to the various characters on the train and try and figure out what's going on with the ship. Uh, and that that felt like a very LARPy episode to me too. We'll get to that episode in about seven years. Cool. Yeah. Assuming we're all alive. We will be. We will be. <laughs> we'll be there. It'll be fine. It'll be good. That's right, man. We will. We'll be. be in the podcast camps that get set up around the country. Right. <laughs> 
that have to create content to appease the masses. We'll be strapped strapped to a desk with a microphone. (laughs) Yeah, we will. We will be in Essential Worker Camp Omega Seven Segment Four. They're gonna tape up, you know, like uh, like Johnny Depp in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. We're gonna be all taped up with microphones and recording shit. Strapped to our bodies as we walk around the world. It's Malcolm McDowell in Clockwork Orange, but instead of the the things prying his eyes open, yeah, eye it's just a microphone and the thing <laughs> keeping your lips open. So you right. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. And, and it's a combination costumes. of that and the human centipede with just all of nice. us. It's, it's dirty. It's Does unfortunate. anyone here have a bolo tie? Is that in your box of ties, Matt? I do have I, a bolo tie. I, you know what? I do have a bolo tie. Uh, Amy, Amy Schmidt once, uh, for a Christmas present or, so, or something, gave me a really nice, uh, like a silver. It's the 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 tie. The the connecty bit is like the shape of a a, a, a a like a bull's skull, like a cow skull. You know, sure. like a western style cow skull, and it's made out of. I don't think it's silver, but it's silver colored, and it's uh, it's really nice. I've worn it to, I think to LARPs. I don't, I don't know that I've ever worn yeah. it in real life, but I think I've. That's worn the only it time I've worn mine was LARPs. to the Western LARP we did. Wow. I might make you guys wear yours. Mm-hmm. For when we get together for. Mine has a, mine is a golden mm-hmm. eagle as the clip thingy. Nice. Yeah, I wanna I wanna talk about like uh, our our future reunion where it's gonna be at Warp Studios. There's gonna be the the jacuzzi and the pool. Yeah, we're gonna get it all right. for you guys. Mm-hmm. The boat that you have to take from the door <laughs> to the recording <laughs> studio. It sounded charming the first time. The popcorn machine. Uh, yeah, right. popcorn uh, machine. There's a waffle maker. I might this have to just get a Margaritaville because. <laughs> This episode, you guys, will air on December 28th uh, of 2020. So December 28th or 18th? I mean, sorry, 18th. December 18th. So it's the week before Christmas, as people are listening to this. Hopefully, Hopefully you guys. Yay. Joe is going to be inaugurated in a couple of weeks. And uh, I hope the future turned out okay. As I speak to the people of 12, 18, 20. <laughs> right. December. I hope it all worked as I speak from, you know. <laughs> 10, 25, 20. I hope it all worked out. Okay. <laughs> I hope it all works out in a couple I of hope months. hope next six to eight weeks work out okay. <laughs> all right, everyone, back to uh, zero. Here's Aaron again going with... through a door. That's the bad Yeah. Aaron, there she is. Uh, <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of exciting. I was like, I'm in a new place. Like, I'm definitely, this is not like where I'm, I don't know what's going on. It's different, and I have to, like, figure stuff out. But it was a little bit stressful. I won't lie. You know when you had to do like a uh, double dutch in elementary school and yeah. you thing, <laughs> yeah. you do that thing with your hands where you put your hands out in front of you and you sort of like used your hands as a guide to figure out yeah. when, the right, when the right moment to jump in was. I'm making the gesture right now. You guys mm-hmm. can't see me, but I'm actually doing it. Yeah. And you had to like pick your moment to go in. That's that's yeah. a that's an automated revolving door right there. That's what that is. <laughs> You gotta pick. And I think your that door yeah. is moving extra fast as well. I just like you can lose a finger if you didn't do that. Times right. that I'm not at the same. I'm not in sync with the rest of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> 
everyone on this, everyone in the casino is dressed like in just like eighties clothes. Yeah. Like they're not dressed like from a specific time period. They just look like normal eighties people in a casino. But that in itself is sort of a specific time period. Yeah, I suppose. Do they say specifically that the book was written in like 1987 I or something? Like that? Don't recall if they do. I really like this part because, like, <laughs> let's just blast our way out of here. <laughs> well, that's worth answer. answer to everything. It's, like, it's a, it's an option. Can I use my phaser, please, please, please? <laughs> Higher setting. An episode where Worf doesn't get to shoot something is like a day without sunshine. Mm-hmm. They, they must have spent so much on this episode for this entire set, the extras. Um, it's, yeah. Did they blow everything from the season on this? I have to imagine they had a casino set on the Paramount lot that they just used and Take dressed up. Hmm. It's got a got a greco-roman feel though they they filmed it at the tangiers in vegas they did no i don't no he <laughs> no. Okay. He sounded so legit yeah oh, i mean you, i would practicing yes and they're like they went to an actual casino to do this i really like the guy in back who looks like lionel richie he's been he's been catching my eye a lot Nice. Yeah. That is Lionel Richie. He was a huge Star Trek fan. <laughs> You're just pushing it now, There he goes again. What's your shot my so there's a whole back So there's a whole backstory going on, right, with all the characters in the casino. Yeah. This is what Jake means when he says it's LARPy. Like, they have to, f- they have to figure out the story that they're trapped in, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. What what characters are they playing in the story? And uh-huh. I love that one of the characters is Mickey D. I'm just imagining this is about Mickey Mouse and and uh, Walt Disney, and just like some weird scandal that's going on, like some sort of Chinatown scandal. I like wish Walt they had Disney. made. I wish they had made. Yeah, I'm gonna cut you off right there, man. <laughs> I, I wish they had made uh, Riker and Worf and Data dress up. In costumes too, do they ever dress up in costume, or are they in their no? They, they just stand there. They have the a time. totally great opportunity to, and they don't take it too. This is like when people show up to a LARP and they haven't done the costume idea, and they've just shown up for the party. It's rude. Although some of the LARPs we've been to, if somebody dressed as Western and somebody dressed as Star Trek, it wouldn't be out of place. Right. Like sure. They're just sure. Sometimes, sometimes anything will do. <laughs> yeah. You call that you larp are... a Yamashita. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. when, one time I got assigned a character, and I guess I didn't get the like update that I was assigned another character, but <laughs> kind of funny. So I was wearing this like bikini over my clothes, which made a lot of sense for my first character, but not so much for my initial character. But it still worked. I made it work. No one gave the fact. No one. No one called you with the recasting notes. I don't know. I think in those days, Philippe was the one getting the information. So who the hell knows? Uh, Oh yeah, that that's not a good plan. (laughs) That's like when the kids are in charge of disseminating information. 
Yeah, when the kindergarten teacher, like, picked his email as the primary, and I didn't know anything that was going on that year. Like, I always was, like, last to sign up for, like, you know, the pizza party. I was like, why am I always (laughs) getting this? Oh, you picked my husband's email for the... That was a grave error. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys just see that woman all in denim? Yes. That was, like, a... That was a very 80s. That was a very 80s. It was a a hell of a I like that little joke that they don't, they stand there for a second because they need the doors the gonna open. to open. Yeah. They don't know, they have to push the button to make uh-huh. the elevator come. It's a little joke there. This is a fun episode. Yeah, man. It's like, I'm in Look at the lattice grid on these doors. Ugh, so tacky. <laughs> I it's thought very, you were a uh, senior citizen home or, or Florida home or something. Yeah, is the Royale supposed to be a nice casino or kind of a rundown? This casino? looks nice to it's me. It's supposed to be a this rundown looks casino. Nice to me. In the in the novel that they're in, it's supposed to be sort of rundown. Oh my! Oh, God. No. I don't know. That's kind of fun. Mm, dusty zombies. Dusty Doug. She's definitely got some. Dusty yeah, those Dugs have. Jada says it's a boy. Well, he's got some dust. <laughs> Pronoun choices matter, man. I'm sorry. I, sorry. <laughs> so now we can get to the point for the show where I think way too much about the plot, and and ask the question: If this guy was stuck here for like 60 years or whatever, did he bother to like solve the puzzle of the hotel and then go outside and find out that there was nowhere to go? Or did he just stay inside the whole time? Because they find his book and he writes a journal entry intending for somebody to read it, but he didn't talk about that at all. He doesn't talk about, like, I tried to, like, do everything that they wanted me to do, but there was just nothing outside anyway. He just said, it's just been hell. It's So what do you guys think? Tell did me. he just die? Did he just die of old age because he couldn't find out, figure yes. out how to get out? They didn't kill him. He just died from being old. Stop yeah, that. he lived there for years and years, like sixty years or something like that. Uh huh. But he was trapped. But like, like, like the 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 star for the offers, he could have gotten out eventually if he had tried. But. Did he get out and he just went outside and saw that he was trapped anyway? Or did he just stay inside the whole time? That's the mystery. Oh, I see what you mean. Because if he had gotten out, he's just in that black, empty right. state. He did, he could, all he could do is just go back in. because There's yep. no way to go home. because His ship, ship crashed. Just... Yeah, okay. Um, I, that's a good question. I mean, I guess, you would, I guess if you went out and found out there was nothing, you would just go back in, right? You'd just go yeah. back in and be like, I guess this is where I live I'm now. Just living here for the rest of my life. And yeah. you know, there are worse places to I live mean, than a Sean, what would you do? Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> have tried to leave in the first place. <laughs> yeah. I would have gotten a room and went and slept for the next sixty yeah, years. Cozy. I think it looks like kind of a nice hotel. It's got yeah. a good, well, they've, they've good got light room service. Things. Maybe they have cable. I mean, I do like to walk, and I get bored with things. But here's the thing. If you're just walking outside in the darkness, in the blackness, you don't feel like you're walking at all, do you? Well, you can walk around the hotel and, you know. 
Yeah, but I, 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 I would try to went outside. Yeah, just well, go outside sure. and just, like try to just shoot for whatever. Just pick. Yeah, a but you're one of those. I think the problem with people. Batman is that if you went outside and just started walking, you might yeah. never find your way back to the hotel entrance, oh, sure. and then you'd really be screwed. Well, there's only a very small portion of the planet that's actually habitable for humans. Huh. Like they've created like a bubble over the casino. So you can't really go real far outside. Yeah, what if you could walk through the bubble? Because if you could, you could have just killed himself that way. That's true. Hmm. What would you prefer? Just dying or hanging out in a casino for the rest no, of your life? No, you live in the casino for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. That's got it right. There's lots uh, of things to do in a casino. I don't know. I, I, th- I think the guy in the show makes a point, and you might eventually agree, agree with him, Matt, that the writing is just so bad that he can't <laughs> avoid it. Is that what he says? That it's, it, like... it's, it's part of like the hell of his experience. Like, <laughs> not only is he a trap, but like <laughs> the, the book that the world is based on is so atrocious. It definitely plays into the hellishness of it. Oh, I see. Yeah, he's saying it right now. I see. Yeah, I'm, reading the, I'm reading the subtitles. He just got so bored by all the dumb characters that he was like, eh, I'm over it. And there's no way to change them, or, or they don't adapt, they don't evolve any, you just get the nope. same. Uh, it's just based on the book. Interesting. It's sort of like a, a Groundhog's Day. All, all over again. Hmm. The, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's like Groundhog's Day all over again. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Well, sort of like if you were there, you would just be living the same thing, like they say yeah, the same thing. That's sure. the premise of Groundhog Day. Therefore, it's Groundhog Day all over again. It's, you know. <laughs> like Yogi Berra saying it's deja vu all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Min's kind of the Yogi Berra of this crowd. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I we hit... do have a game based on what mm. things he might say. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a perverted Yogi Berra. They used to play they <laughs> well, used to play Yingo when Yogi Berra was around. Yeah, I bet they did. Well, without Philippe around, it's it's uh I, I feel yeah, like I I've got to do up your game, more I get work, you know, in certain arenas. I miss him. He'll be he back soon. Though. He definitely I mean, opens areas of conversation for you that the rest hmm. of us probably don't. <laughs> well, but I, I feel like he can also take the slack with certain things, and I can ease off. I can be like, oh, okay, I, don't, I cannot say that because we've had something like that already, and we can move on. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I miss Philippe, but he'll be back. He'll be back soon enough. We'll see him again. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they've got room service. You could order room service. Oh, you could just stay inside. I mean, four hours a day. Then it'd be like that's what I'm saying. I I mean, I understand that the people you're trapped with are those characters are like boring or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I guess you maybe you'd get bored, but I mean, you could do. I've been I've been trapped in this. (laughs) <laughs> eight yeah. months now and you know right <laughs> yeah. things but are you have okay. you have us to talk to so you've got a lifeline at least 
If you didn't yeah, have you that. Yeah, guys are a lot like the characters in the novel. Yeah. <laughs> Shallow and poorly written. You know exactly what we're going to say. <laughs> For sure. I'm just like, I've had this conversation 30 <laughs> times. <on it. laughs> uh, that's true. You guys remember yes. that time? Yeah, we've talked about that already. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know I love you all so much. Yeah. Talking to you guys is one of my favorite things that I get to do. Ditto. I forget a lot of stuff that I already said though, so I'm no, absolutely <laughs> fine. It's that part of everybody. It's part of the charm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if we repeat ourselves, it's really it's on our fans to point it out. Now I see Vince thinks is Lionel Richie. I see him stop. Yeah, I I would hang out with him. He looks like a lot of fun. I think I would hang out with Texas. Yeah, I think you would. Yeah, Texas yeah. is the coolest. Yeah, I can see that. Which which of these dealers would you uh, would you sit down at? Right? Do you when, do you guys gamble? Do you do any gambling? No, I don't gamble. I'm not. A, no. I like to gamble a little bit, a little but bit. I'm very. I you know, I'm pretty. Uh, I don't like to spend Casual. a lot. Of- on game, yeah, but I like yeah. playing. I like playing if, if I don't care, you know, if I have like an, I have X number of dollars that mm. I'm okay with losing. You know what I mean? For the, yeah, it's like your yeah, entertainment. And then, and then it's just fun. And if I right. win, I win. And if I lose, it's not a problem. Yeah, I enjoy That's, sitting at a table with my friends and yeah, having a good time. Yeah, it's fun to sit at a blackjack table and you know do all that stuff. So I like that part of it, but I don't gamble. I don't gamble expecting to win or or even be good at it i'm one of those people who sits at a blackjack table and the the dealer has to tell me what the right thing to do is because i also can't do math in my head fast so i'm like a 10 and a four is it 12 you know <laughs> <laughs> or not well okay i'm not that bad but if i've got, if I've got like a, a three a five and a two i'm like what is that again <laughs> you know the dealer has to be like it's a 10 you should hit. <laughs> it's like the. Like uh, the I have to uh, take the dealer's advice because they don't care. It's not their money. They want you to win because then they get better tips. Sure. So, yeah. Whatever the dealer says I should do is what I inevitably uh, do. <laughs> do you do you prefer like sitting with a person who's a dealer or like a, a machine dealer or an android? <laughs> an android. Oh, like at a po- video poker? Or yeah, something video. Like that? Mm-hmm. No, I like sitting with. The, I would prefer sitting at a person, but yeah, yeah. The table. The, if you want to sit at a table, it's usually more expensive than sitting at a sure. video machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used oh, to have super cheap. They used to have super this, cheap blackjack tables. Huh? That's Mickey D. <laughs> Mickey D. You make me want a filet of fish. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, medium with coke. Is he missing a hand? Oh no, it's in his. It's in. It's inside his jacket. <laughs> Nobody knows. I was like, <laughs> I thought he had the jacket on. I didn't realize it was just like over his He's shoulder. He's so badass. He that guy. That guy kind of gives me a Steven Weber vibe. A little bit. Yeah, I could see Steven Weber. He's got that '80s guy kind of look. Why is a uh, Picard so pouty? Because he's because his dudes uh, are trapped uh, down on the planet and they can't figure out how to get him back. He's listening to the story to try to figure out if there's anything. He's they like can me at a LARP. Like I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
if you don't want to come, all you have to do is say, I don't want to come. <laughs> There's drinks. I won't be offended. <laughs> uh, no, it's just funny. Like, I remember the one where I ultimately helped. Some people actually like, like them. I, just I know. Want you to know. I just, uh, <laughs> I don't have the energy to like ask people fake questions about their character. That's where I just, I'm not sure. good. I'm not probing uh, enough. I just wanted to like be more surface. That's my own problem. You're not ready to invest and commit. Uh, I, I would say that a lot of people and... that play the game very well do the same thing that you do. <laughs> they just kind of own it. They're just like, okay, this is my character. What what do you have? What do you have on you? Just tell me. Tell me what yeah. you have. I'm just like... Uh, that, 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 that maneuver is called pulling a, a Yamash job. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> I thought the Yamash though was the 180 of what you want people to do. It is. I would prefer yeah. people to try and play their characters, but good luck trying to tell Matt Yamashita how to play a how to play a LARP. He's not, <laughs> he's not he doesn't listen to me. I yeah. wrote in his character sheet in the last one. I wrote explicit instructions. I was like, the only thing your character cares about is keeping the existence of Athena a secret. Within five minutes of starting, he was running around to people going, Athena? Athena? You know, Tell me what you know about, about Athena. Athena. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He had a sweater on, too. If you're not even going to read <laughs> see, why do I bother writing them? Like, <laughs> But I did have an amazing 90s outfit on. You looked amazing. The Blossom outfit was... Yeah. <laughs> I thought the dance-off was a lot of fun. It was. I was so sick at that I was too, actually. I wasn't as sick uh, as Sean, but I was like a day ahead of him, so I was like, I need to sit down. I was so <laughs> sick. Some kind of bad flu that came off, you know, uh, holiday. I was from. like, I was drinking, and I couldn't get drunk because I was so sick. All I was doing was I, just I'm surprised eating. I didn't even try to eat or drink. There was some amazing food and stuff there. I couldn't do any of it. I was like, anyway, good times. I don't. <laughs> I got I stuck remember, on. I remember that you guys were sick. I'm sorry. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't. I was recovered. I wasn't like contagious or anything, but I was like reeling still from it, so I couldn't like. Yeah, I, sure. it wasn't at full energy mode. I no, gave I, everybody. I was people really got into that dance contest. That was pretty incredible. I was like, wow. <laughs> Well, one, that's kind of why we put stuff like that into LARPs now. Yeah. So if you're the kind of person like you, Aaron, who isn't really into the whole, like, going around and pretending to be somebody and asking Organizing clothes. Then there's always something else going on that you can get interested yeah. in, like the yeah. dance contest or, yeah, you know, whatever. There's always some other aspect of it that people no, can it was do. Brilliant. It was a really good one. I had fun. I just uh that's why casinos are a good setting for a LARP because yeah. if you don't feel like doing the LARP, you can just, just play you can just play the casino games, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh here he comes. Dad is gonna give good dice face soon. Okay. First of all, his name is Data. Dr. Pulaski. <laughs> Data. And if you're gonna call him by his name, call him by his correct name. <laughs> Data, if you're nasty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ms. Data. You haven't earned the right to call him Data. Only his good friends call him Data. Uh, 
I watched the episodes now. What? Well, that's what? your fault. I didn't. No one told you to do that. <laughs> I am oh. kind of. I oh, am kind of. Here it is. Here it is. This is why I earned data. Data. Both. Here it comes. Because <laughs> I watched it. I mean, it's gonna take a minute because he still has to like <laughs> complete, like fix the. He's gotta the fix the dice. Okay, here's what's funny. Picard, I mean, Riker loves playing poker, right? This is an established aspect of his character. Sure. But he somehow doesn't know the rules of craps because Data has to explain them to him. So how do you how do you know poker? Did poker survive into the future, but craps didn't somehow? Maybe he's strictly a card person, a card man, poker man. It just feels like if you're a gambler like Riker is, you would know the basic rules of sort of all of the regular sort of standard games. I guess it makes sense in the sense that crafts requires a certain amount of like gaming infrastructure to maintain, whereas poker can can still be an underground thing with anybody who has a deck of cards. There it goes. Look at yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. baby needs a new pair of shoes. Yeah, I get what you're saying, Jake. Like blowing and snapping. I also think that the I don't know I don't know the rules of is... craps at all. Arthur tried, <laughs> Arthur tried to teach me once, and it did not go well. Nice. He hits those. He hits those moves too, really, really oh, well. So great. But the female actor is also really like she has these really like small face things, but they're hilarious. I think she's really. Good. She's doing a very like Betty Boopy type. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like oh, I'm such a ditz. Hence the bad writing of the novel. Riker's actually enjoying himself. He's like, this is fun. Yeah, He's like, I, I want to be here forever. <laughs> yeah, well, Troy at the beginning of the episode was like, how is? I feel that like he feels amused, and then Picard was like, hmm, he's having fun down there. Darn. Uh-huh. Picard's confused, concerned face. Matt, I could see some some people being, or a lot of people being, sort of uh, gamblers of a specific, you know, game. You know, they they prefer poker. Or they prefer yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the more I, the more we talk about it, the more I think you're right. Just because you know one doesn't mean you would know all of them. Um, mm. You're absolutely right. Oh, she's so sweet. Good thing Data was there. Because he knows the rules of every game. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, I can't believe you're uh, gatekeeping the pronunciation of Data's name so much. Um, Is is it strictly just Data? Well, the minute that or May or whatever stops, if someone mispronounced her name... Hmm. I mean, I think if somebody you. called you mine, yeah, you sure. would say, my name is here. mine, my yeah. name is him. Yeah, yeah. True enough. I mean, it's a plot point on the show that Pulaski called him by the wrong name, and she ha- and he had to correct her. Characters have names. They, <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to choose how you pronounce them. Yeah. Right. Characters have names, and episodes have orders. <laughs> <laughs> and people have pronouns. And craps has rules. <laughs> Popcorn has and butter. Data knows those rules. Data but not data. 
As uh, I've said before, I remember nothing I say on this. <laughs> that protects us all, keeps us in Exactly. I mean, that's pretty, I don't, I'm not sure anybody does, so it's fair. I don't remember the things I say either. Yeah. Well, they just won the game. You guys have really flown our LARP flag this uh, episode. I don't think we've uh, mentioned LARP so much. I'm, I'm, I want to be a little ashamed because uh, I, I feel like I should be ashamed of the fact that I've LARPed. Well, that's uh, good. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's it's very uh, um, that goes against everything you stand for, man. Yeah, I know, I know. of larping. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm I I'm a lover of Maynard. I love uh, tabletop role playing. I love D and D, Call of Cthulhu. Totally into that. But there's something about LARPs that is a little more. Extreme, a little more uh, removed or you know intense to me, and it's it's hard for me to get into LARPing. What? <laughs> what is going Nothing on? you just said tracks with you at Why? all. But okay. Really? okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm a little with uh, Aaron on on the LARPs. They're they're. I don't know. I, I know it sounds weird because if I can be into Dungeons and Dragons, how can I not really be into LARPing? It's the exact same thing, except you're walking around. It's just an exercise in improv. And, and the D and D is something to be way more ashamed of than LARPing. <laughs> no way! No way! It's it's. If making... someone's gonna be ashamed of something, oh. I'm not sure. I want to fight that fight, but but yes. okay. <laughs> I feel like there's. Nothing to be ashamed of. I'm not of saying that there should be shame on either side. My point being that if one just is going to be ashamed. Just don't say data wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that should be, you should be ashamed that, of. For sure. That is something to be ashamed of. They're <laughs> uh, uh, making their breakfast. The episode ended. Yeah, yeah. We're, in the, we're done. Oh, that's a new one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how they get off it? I from, I missed the ending. What happened? The the ending after they get on the board is literally a five second scene where with Riker and Picard and they go, well that was weird. And they no, how did they yep. get off? The, I missed how they, they got they, off. They, they finished the story. the The story won. had these investors that were there to buy the ho the casino uh -huh. and the hotel, and they played the they played the craps game until they had enough money to buy the the casino, and then. Well, Once how, they do, bought how the... is it that the astronaut never figured that out? Well, I think what what that isn't the whole thing earlier. that the the ship crashed. That's uh -huh. why they found that chunk of his ship on the in the yeah. you know, floating in space. So, if he finished it, he walked outside, realized he couldn't leave because his ship was crashed. Oh, I see. And so, so, so sort of stuck there. Hold on, let, let me let me rewind this a little bit. <laughs> so, so this. This NASA ship could never have traveled to this distant star system. So it was I think one of it, fell, it fell into a wormhole or something. Yeah, it, it, some it was traveling outside of the solar system. Right. They encountered these aliens, right? And the aliens like accidentally like killed his entire crew, but it turned out to kind of be an accident and they didn't mean to. So they brought the remnant of his ship to this place and made this world for him thinking there was some kind of like a like because making, he had the book 
like we're sorry that we killed all your people we didn't mean to we were just kind of checking you out and then that's that was the impetus for them to create this sort of like apology sort of world for this guy uh-huh but they unknowingly created like a trap you know he wanted to escape from uh-huh and that's why my question was like did he you know he had he was there for so long Surely he could have, you know, he had the book on him. He could have realized that sure. perhaps by finishing the story, he could leave. So I'm wondering, did he leave, see the that the outside was still like a trap that he could not escape from and then just went back in or so? I understand the question. Yeah. So it's not really, it's not even just a callback to uh, the gangster planet. It's also a callback to the cage. Because it's about like a created world that aliens created to make a human feel comfortable. Comfortable, right? It's Pike in trapped in sure. the cage again. It's a, it goes all the way back to the very first fucking episode of this thing. That's amazing. I guess it's be careful what books you have around. Yeah, be careful what books you have around. Uh, hope that your hope that your alien captors will check in on you every once in a while to see yeah. if you're still having fun. It's a good thing he wasn't toting around a copy of Flowers in the Attic. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Or watching Cruel Intentions. So I'm going to say, Jake, that he was smart enough to realize what was happening, get to the end of the book, realize he would have to win the money in order to buy the hotel, yeah. spent the rest of his life trying to win enough money to buy the hotel and was never able to do it. Because the only reason Data is able to win all that money so that they yeah. can get out is that Data cheats. So he night. was never able to wake, make enough money to buy the hotel. And so he died in the hotel frustrated because he was never able to complete the story. I'll buy that. That sounds right. And I will say it's Data doesn't cheat. He stops the casino from cheating him. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't but then he that. cheats by I wasn't being paying that perfect. close attention, but he was doing something with those dice. But he fixed the dice were were not right. He yeah, fixed the dice them were loaded. They, the dice were loaded, so he fixed them to make them roll correctly. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But he still managed then, to roll perfect seven because he's an like, android. Well, yeah, because he knows exactly the correct. You know, he can make him roll the way he wants to. I think is the yeah. the theory. Because I mean, is that the embodiment is of data? Just have a natural ability. <laughs> To roll, uh, to roll dice perfectly is that a, is that cheating? No, I don't think so. If you're just but... able to look at the table and and see that it's it tilts a little bit to the left or or whatever, like I think I can... if you eliminate the element of chance, then you're kind of defeating the point of the gambling. You're what circumventing the uncertainty, huh? Rain Man. They they most certainly consider that cheating when you count cards. Yeah. Casinos do not like that when you do that. They yeah. just uninvite you from the premises. Yeah, it's not technically illegal. It's not like against you know, they just don't like it when they catch people doing it, so they just so kick when you people out. People are like more uh, perceptive mm-hmm. than average. That's why they have ten deck shoes that they put sure so that uh, you can't count them anymore. Yeah, I mean, there was that uh, movie about the uh, the math uh, whizzes from I don't know some some Ivy League college Harp. going to yeah. Vegas and yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched that movie. That was not a bad movie. 
the bo- yeah. I read the book that movie is based on, which I think is called Bringing Down the House, and the book was a lot better. The true story that it's based on. The movie kind of changed. All. Yeah. yeah. All right. I have a question to flip this. What book do you want to be stuck in if you have to be stuck in a book? <sighs> I wanted to say Narnia. Excellent, excellent question. But I think that's a bad answer because it seemed like a fairy tale land, but there's a lot of bad, evil shit going on. So, Like pre-controversy Hogwarts, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> great, great Gatsby. Interesting. Yeah, you'd be rich, I guess, if you were in Great Gatsby. Just parties all the time. Yeah, just hanging out with rich party people. What's better than that? Uh, that, that would be just like kind the, of like knowing it's doomed from the beginning the whole yeah, time. Well, you know, if you're not playing Gatsby, you're pretty much okay. <laughs> so they didn't have to play the main character. They weren't playing that bellhop that got shot in the back by the gangster. They were just random people who were at the casino. I'm going to have to think about it. Yeah. That's yeah, a good question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to think about it. Me too. Because like any good book you think of has, you think of like the like the conflict and the challenge that the characters face. Yeah, or the sad. So you, sure. Whatever great environment you'd be in, you'd have to be kind of dealing with that happening, at least in the background. But maybe that's one for the, that's one for the email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Email us at warpedthepodcast at gmail.com and tell us what fictional uh, piece of literature would you enjoy living in? Living. The- Being trapped in for the rest of your life. There's a whole series of <laughs> there's a whole series of fantasy books about that. The first one's called like The Air Affair, and it's about a uh, getting trapped inside Jane Eyre. Uh, it's about oh, yeah. this group. It's about this group of like I forget what they're called, but they're like book detectives and they're like their power is that they can go in and out of books and like interact with the characters in the book and uh they're sort of like crime solvers there's like a whole series of of them that are all based on this based in this world about being able to go into books they're pretty good there's some pretty good i think they're called larpers is what they are (laughs) about any of the hardy boys books no no I'd rather like a kid's like a I'm thinking like Winnie the Pooh or uh, I'm trying to think of something um, upbeat overall. But some some of them like get a little dark, like the Velveteen Rabbit. That I think there's a little darkness in there, right? How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> Everybody poops. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> yes. the book. Okay, I mean that's life, I suppose. Yeah, I'm like that's now. <laughs> oh, I know what my answer is. Uh, my answer would be all creatures great and small. No, oh, that's a good choice. Because it's like out in the countryside and like. That's a really good choice. You know, he's a veterinarian yeah. and like that the worst thing. Like the worst thing that ever happens in those stories is that you know the horse dies or whatever because yeah. he wasn't able to. You have to like it, but... stick your hand up its hooch in the middle of the night. <laughs> They're these very gentle stories that are very low stakes. Nothing bad ever happens. And it's just about, like, the life of a country veteran in England. And they're lovely. That would be a, yeah. that would be a very uh, peaceful place yeah. to live, I think. 
So there. What do you think of that? <laughs> Not bad, yeah. Well, we'll have to uh, come back, revisit that. <laughs> Wrap it up. You guys want a quick only connect before we go? <gasps> oh, yeah. Wait. Hold on. Yeah. We're, we're going to need an only connect. Um, I'll give you a quick one. This is one I think is, this is gettable. So your first clue is London, 1969. Hmm. London, 1969. Fires? Uh, when they burned down, no. <clears throat> Places that werewolf novels were based in. Uh, no. Places where Austin Powers Ooh. live. Nope. Want another clue? Yes. Second clue San... is San Andreas. San Andreas. I can only think of earthquakes. Mm. Movies with The Rock. Uh, There's no year on that one? No year on that one. Hmm. Next. You want another clue? Okay, your next clue is Liberty City. These oh, are GTA, oh, GTA places. These are locations in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, the fourth clue would have been Vice City. I didn't what? know there was a Vice. Uh, there was a Grand Theft Auto set in London, what? 1969. Yeah. <laughs> and San Andreas, I thought was just they were talking about the San Andreas fault. Yeah. And I, so I didn't get it until I was, when I was watching the show. I didn't get it when until, you said San Andreas. I thought about GTA, but I, I felt silly for thinking that. So did I because I'm going to London. <laughs> I didn't think London 1969. That's what I thought too. But then when you said Liberty City, I was like, oh no, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I didn't know there was a version of Grand Theft Auto. But oh, I thought, so with your I first instinct, guys. Yeah. Jake would be the first person would be the one to get it because I just yeah, thought he would know that well, there was that, a London 1969 yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I didn't know. That, that's not one I've ever played. So. Have you guys heard about the uh, like the eighty-year-old Japanese grandma who plays video games? And she, I think I was watching like a short. Uh, you fucked her! Oh my god! Jesus! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Don't knock until you try it. Yo, we're gonna need to start a Jake bingo here. He's gonna start pulling out shit like that. Jingo. We do not want Jingo, please. Mingo. We have Jingo. Just keep going. Jaco. Um, no, she uh, apparently Grand Theft Auto. She loves the game. Uh, she thinks it's like uh, very fun. It's like uh, like a film, watching a film. Uh, and she, uh, you know, I, I don't know how good she is, but uh, she's been playing for like thirty or forty years now. So you know it, how good she is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, thanks, Philippe. You uh, you made an appearance after all. <laughs> thanks for coming, Jake. Oh. Uh, you guys oh. want one more? I have one more. Yes. Sure. More connect for you guys. Mm. It's, uh, it's like a board game night. Yeah. We get sued. Well, if we ever get a cease and desist, we'll stop. But until <laughs> yeah. then, this no one listens to this show anyway. And, yeah. And I'm telling you, there are hundreds of episodes of this show on YouTube. So clearly, whoever is responsible for <laughs> protecting the copyright doesn't much care if other people uh, use it. 
Your first clue is Sunset Boulevard. Musicals. Uh, movies. movies turned into musicals. No, but that's not a bad guess. Um, Sunset Boulevard. Roads in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the next one was Wilshire Boulevard, you'd be like, I know it. Places, streets in Disneyland, Disney World. Yep. Next clue is American Beauty. So it's something to do with a like Academy Award winning best, movies. Best Picture winners? No. Like Leading Lady? American uh, Beauty. Directors? Same director? Same. Next. Huh. Next. Next. Next clue is The Lovely Bones. Things in My Pants. Mm. You've got movies uh, that have won best picture and best director. Nope, Lovely Bones didn't win best picture, so it's not that. Um, movies with movie, Kevin Spacey's. They end in murders. <laughs> they start nope. and end with murders. No, but you are you are now very close. They show With the dead body, or they pool. talk about I died, or something like that. There it is. Sean got the it. The These are stories says they that are died. narrated by dead people. Uh, uh, fourth uh, clue was going to be Desperate Housewives. Yeah. So all of these have a narrator who is already dead by the time you are watching. Uh, Sixth Sense? Yeah. No. Sixth no. Sense. No. <laughs> I'm gonna add it in though. I, I agree. Do it. I, now I know never to take you on this show, man. I, <laughs> no, you know you've known before this. Come on, I'm the worst trivia buddy ever. But this isn't even trivia. This is more about like sort but of it figuring it relies out relies on knowing sort of trivia sure. things. Yeah, it does rely on that. It does rely on that. Yeah, all stories that were narrated by dead people. I never saw the Lovely Bones, but uh, I guess a, I guess the dead girl is the narrator. Of yeah, the I read Bones. the book. Yeah. Yeah. Are we we're we didn't finish the episode, did we? No. Nope. This is oh, <laughs> this wow. is all part of the episode. Sorry, I forgot we were still doing it. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. Please go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. You can email us at warpedthepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at warpedthepodcast, on Twitter at warpedtrek. You can follow me at hostwarped. You can follow Min to learn about our Dungeons and & Dragons and Call of Cthulhu podcasts and live streams at Wet Maynard. You can go to patreon.com slash warp to become a sponsor and give us money in exchange for additional material and bonus episodes. Or you can go to Instagram at lunarflare, lunar underscore flare.com for merch, including the brilliant, I say brilliant because I made it. Uh, I realize realize I should let other people say how brilliant it is. Anyway, at lunar underscore flare.com for uh, the t-shirts and other merchandise. Anybody have anything else? Have Merry Christmas next week. Will be next week will be our Christmas episode. So Merry almost Christmas, everybody. Hey guys, we're halfway through season two. We we're still alive. Society is still together. We made and it, guys. We will, be, uh, we will be back here again next week. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye.
Sean? My name is Sean. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> My name is Matt. <laughs> I'm Jake. Aaron. Minwin. And I'm Nate. I'm, like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah I, I, I was like, ready to just let it go. But... Yeah. You're, you were right. You were right to correct me. It's the whole thing. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah.